Yo, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the Ting Sports Podcast, and you, we're going to get daily sports talk with Deacon. And today, I'm going to talk about, this is going to be a solo podcast uh, today. I'm actually recording this the night before, so it is currently 10, 18 p.m. Um, so the night before, so Saturday night, the night before the NFL games. And while while, while I have the energy to make uh, these this podcast, why not do it uh, right now? So... I'm going to head into my Week 10 NFL picks. I'm going to give a score prediction. Um, I'm going to say, obviously, who I think is going to win. And now I'm, and I'm also going to do a new thing where I'm going to give a player of the game. And I'm going to explain why I think that player has a, a good enough matchup or is in this position to have a breakout game. And you do not have to win your game to be a breakout player. Like... I mean, I don't have a lot, but I have, I'd say, like, one or two guys that teams I have not winning that were breakout players. So, yeah, this is how it goes. All right, uh, so Thursday night already happened. First, first, let's recap Thursday night. You have the Colts uh, dominating the Titans in the second half. Titans uh, took a 17-13 lead at halftime, and the Colts, Colts took back that lead and never looked back. 21 unanswered points. Phillip Rivers, over 300 yards, I think a touchdown. Naheem Hines, 12 carries, 70 yards, and a touchdown. Pretty solid game for the Colts offense. Colts defense showed up with a allowing zero points, a complete shutout in the second half. So now let's preview, preview these Week 10 games. We got the 1 o'clock and the 4 o'clock, and obviously Sunday night and Monday night. Um, there might be some surprises. You might not agree with all of them. But I'm also going to give why I think that team is going to win in a player of the game. All right, first, Philadelphia at the Giants. I'm going to take Philly. Uh, I think that Philly is just a more... I think I, th- I think they're a better franchise than New York. Like, I mean, like, right now. Like, I think they're a better organization. Because, like, I think Eagles, even though with Doug Peterson's flaws of play calling, I think they have the better coach. I think they have the better quarterback. I think, as of now, the as of now, and then the Eagles are getting... Players healthy. Alshon Jeffrey's back. Miles Sanders is back. Dallas Goddard's back. Jalen Rager now has a full game back under his belt. So Eagles are getting a lot healthier. Devontae Freeman is a question. We still don't know whether Devontae Freeman is going to play or not. But even if I'm taking I'm taking the Eagles uh, 20 to 16. And my player of the game is going to be the guy that's going to come back. And that's going to be Alshon Jeffrey. I think Alshon Jeffrey... Um, is gonna have I'd say a nine a a, a nine catch a hundred and ten yard game. I think Alshon is gonna come back and have one of the best games of his career, and I think he scores one to two touchdowns in that game. Okay, now let's go to one of the easier games to predict: Jacksonville uh, at Green Bay, and I think Green Bay wins this game easily. I think their offense dominates. Um, I think they win thirty five to fourteen over the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jaguars. The only, the only really, I mean, they, they, I mean, they couldn't even beat the Texans. So, what makes you think that they're gonna go on the road into Green Bay and put up a good fight versus uh, the Packers? And I think player of the game was hard to choose between uh, Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna say Devontae Adams. I think he has a chance to go over 160 yards uh, this game, and I'd say two touchdowns. Uh, now we got okay. So now we have Washington taking a trip to Detroit to play the Lions, and I'm gonna take Detroit to win in a low-scoring defensive game, 
to win 20 to 13. See, Washington, Alex Smith looks solid. I mean, he threw three bad interceptions, but other than that, he looked pretty good. He I mean he had 300 yards in like three quarters. So, um, I mean he he looked good, but to me, I, I don't really see Al uh, Alex Smith carrying that good stretch of football on for these next couple games. So yeah, that's my opinion. And I think uh, Matt Stafford um, is going to show up in this game. And actually, my player of the game... Actually, I have two players of the game, and both of them are on the losing team. I think the players of the game are going to be Antonio Gibson and J.D. McKissick. I think both of those guys are going to have high volume. I mean, they're going to get the football a lot. And if you're a fantasy owner, I would start those guys. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely. Um, I think McKissick and Gibson both have good days. Um, the Lions defense is one of the worst at defending running backs. I mean, you saw what Dalvin Cook did to them. You saw what multiple other running backs did to the Lions. I mean, Alvin Kamara, you saw what he did to him. Um, he, he did to them. So a lot of running backs have had success. First, uh, this Lions uh, defense. So I think Gibson and JD both have really good games. Now we have uh, the Texans taking on the five and three Browns off a of bye. The Browns are Houston off their second win of the season over Jacksonville, uh, two point victory uh, on the road. Um, and I'm taking Cleveland by fourteen. Um, my score prediction is thirty-seven to twenty-three. I think Cleveland puts up a lot of points. Nick Chubb is back. That means that they're, they're going to be able to have that ground and pound running back to control the clock and, you know, ha- control time of possession and have and, and establish that old run game that they used to have when they had Hunt and Chubb. Hunt is, is more of a quick, elusive back, and Chubb is just a, a big, bruising mauler that can just run over guys and hard runner. And my player of the game actually is Nick Chubb. I think it's Baker Mayfield because a lot of times Baker Mayfield, whenever he plays uh, not-so-great defenses, he always tends to play really well. You saw what he did versus Cincinnati twice. You saw what he did versus who. I mean, there's countless times of, of him playing against, playing really well against bad defenses. So I think Baker maybe has, like, four touchdowns, and I think he throws the game-icing touchdown to Jarvis Landry. Uh, now we have... Um, Tampa Bay at Carolina, and this game should be a get-back game for the Buccaneers. They got absolutely embarrassed on Sunday night. Right now, they are sitting at what are they? What are they at? Right now, they're sitting at six and three. I'm pretty sure, uh, six and three, five and three. Correct me if I'm wrong. They're sitting at six and three or five and three. And no, I'm pretty sure six and three. And they just got embarrassed. They lost by five touchdowns on national television. Now they're going to go to Carolina, where it's a 1 p.m. game, and I think they have the bounce-back game that they need to. I think they go into Carolina. I think Brady lights them up with four or five touchdowns, and I think they win 35-24. to 24. To me, teams that get embarrassed on Sunday night or on Monday night, Thursday night, on prime time, you go to the next week, you got a 1 o'clock game on the road, and I think... You just have to show, hey, last game, that, that ain't going to happen again. You ha- you have to show that you need to have the mentality that, hey, that game versus Saints, it won't happen again. You have to have that mentality when 
you go into games like these. And to me, the Buccaneers, I think I trust Tom Brady. He has been in situations like these before where he has struggled the week before, got embarrassed, comes back, gets pissed off, and beats the other team down to the core. So I'm taking Buccaneers 35-24. Am I... And my player of the game is Tom Brady. Uh, I'm not. I'm not surprised. I think Tom Brady is is, is going to have four to five touchdown passes. Um, I think a performance like he had versus the Chargers, where he had um, five touchdown passes. So I think Brady plays really well in this game. Uh, next game, uh, Chargers at the Miami Dolphins. Um, the Miami Dolphins are on. I think what a four game win streak. I mean, they. Their defense single-handedly beat the Rams. They won 28-17. And Tua steps up late, and they beat um, the Arizona Cardinals on the road. But to me, I think Miami is due for a letdown game because Miami has been riding their defense. And, you know, Tua, yeah, blah, 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 the new Magic. And you have the Chargers, who have been embarrassed, blowing leads, um, questionable calls by the referees. I think the Chargers are just going to come out here and show that a, they're not a team to be messed with, and B, they can still win games. Because to me, Miami is due for a letdown. You you can't go ahead and win and win your fourth straight game and expect there not to be a letdown. And I think their I think their defense is gonna get exposed by Justin Herbert. I think Herbert has a good day, and I think one particular receiver has a good day. We'll get to that later. But I'm taking the Chargers thirty to twenty seven. Um, I yeah. Like I said, Miami is due for a letdown game. You can't just keep winning games straight. It's just not going to happen. And I think you you win four straight games, you go on the road, you escape, you sneak out, you steal a W versus the t- a tough uh, Cardinals team. And I think you're just due for a letdown game. So I'm taking the, the Chargers to win that football game. Now we have Denver at Las Vegas, and I'm going to take Las Vegas to win on a game-winning drive by Derek Carr. Um... I think they went 26-24. I think they're going to be down by five. Carr needs a drive with under three minutes of the play. Drives him down the field, and he throws the game-winning touchdown pass to, I think, I'm, I'm going to guess, Darren Waller. I think um, Derek Carr, to me, is one of the more underrated quarterbacks in the league. He is, he, he is what, top five in completion percentage. And last year, he was, top, he was um, up there in the 70s. Incomplete percentage. I, I think Carr has, is a is a just overall underrated quarterback. He's very accurate, and he has his team in a position to make the playoffs. They they just need to win games like these these divisional games that you're supposed to win, and these are games that you just have to win if you want to be considered a a legitimate playoff contender. And I think the Raiders show this week that they are a team that can find find ways to win when when it matters and i think that they do that this sunday and my player of the game is is actually going to be believe it or not Derek Carr um i think that the player i think Derek Carr is is going to prove the doubt is wrong i think he's in a you know i mean the, like don't get me wrong the Denver Broncos defense is really underrated and a really good defense and i think Carr just proves that the doubt is wrong at home Big game, divisional game versus your one of your biggest rivals, the the uh, the Broncos, and I think he shows up in in the clutch. All right, uh, now we have what should be the game of the week. I mean, th- I mean, there's many other great games, but I think this one is probably the game of the week. Um, 
Buffalo taking a trip to to the desert to play Arizona. Buffalo, Buffalo coming off a huge upset win at home over the Seattle Seahawks, and Arizona coming off a home heartbreaking loss to the Miami Dolphins. And I'm taking Buffalo to win this game. Josh Allen has been absolutely phenomenal this year, um, and the Cardinals defense is not that bad. It, I mean, it, it's an average defense in my opinion, but I think. The connection between Stefan Diggs and Josh Allen, to me, no defense has been able to stop that. I mean, maybe the Chiefs defense stopped them or the Titans neutralized them. But other than that, no team has been able to stop that def- uh, that that Diggs-Allen connection. And the Seahawks got exposed. And Arizona, who just got a heartbreaker... In their own home stadium, by by Miami, and I think they're gonna come ready. But I think Buffalo is gonna be even more ready because Buffalo is definitely saying, you know what, we 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 might have beat one of the best teams in football, but we're not gonna overlook Arizona. And I think Buffalo is going to. I mean, this this is gonna be a shootout. In my opinion, this game is going to be a shootout. I think Josh Allen goes for over. 300 yards, over three touchdowns, um, and I think Buffalo pulls out, I'd say, by a last-second field goal, I'd say 36-33. All right, um, this game, to me, was pretty easy to predict, especially with all the Niners injuries. You know, Jimmy G, most likely out for the year. George Kittle, out for the year. So you have Nick Mullins, you have who? I mean, I don't even know, Jarek McKinnon? I have no idea who the 49ers players even, even are starting. Um, and... I'm being nice because I'm giving them 16 points. I'm saying the Saints win 27 to 16. Um, the Saints just absolutely destroyed the um the Buccaneers at um on the road 38 to three on Sunday night, and I think they're they're due for a letdown. But since they're playing such a depleted team, a letdown game for them is a 11 point W, and I think they're at home and they got Emmanuel Sanders who's trying to get his revenge, um on the Niners for him for you know. And letting him walk and stuff like that, but yeah. Play, uh, player of the game. Oh, I'm sorry. Player of the game for the Bills game. I I said Josh Allen. Uh, but player of the game for the Saints game. I'm taking Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas has been very quiet this season, mainly mainly due to injury. And even in the two games he was fully healthy in and he played, he barely he barely had his name heard on heard on the announce. Um, I think Michael Thomas. I think this game is where he needs to have that big game to show you to show everyone in the NFL community, hey, I'm still empty. Cause you've got these guys like Devontae Adams, Julio Jones, um, who else? Stephon Diggs, guys that are absolutely bawling out of their minds right now, and people are gonna start saying, oh well, I mean these guys are doing so good. What happened to Michael Thomas? Michael Thomas, I think this week shows, guys. I'm still the best to do it. I'm still the best in the league. I think Thomas has to do it this week, and I think he will. I think he goes double-digit catches, I think over a buck 30 at least. Uh, and another really good game, uh, a good NFC West rivalry, um, the Seattle Seahawks uh, taking a trip to L.A., SoFi Stadium, the new stadium, it's beautiful, uh, to play against the L.A. Rams. And Seattle... Their defense got absolutely exposed, and I think their their team got exposed. Russell Wilson, I think, he had four turnovers, and I think this is a lot 
a lot is a lot like the Buccaneers. I think this team is gonna come out ready and just get pissed off and win. I think this is a lot like the Buccaneers. So I'm gonna take uh Seattle to win thirty four twenty seven in a really high scoring game. Player of the game, Russell Wilson. I think Russell Wilson I think just shows everyone that he's still the best QB in the league. Alright, now we have three more games to um to predict. We have a one more four o'clock game. We have a Sunday night and a Monday night. So, um last four o'clock game, I might get a lot of hate for this, but I have the Cincinnati Bengals stealing a game from the Steelers. I think they do it. Cause to me, I mean, the Steelers, yes, they play down to competition. A lot of teams do it. Eagles do it. I'm a, I'm a big Eagles fan. And if you watch them play, you know they play a lot better when there's more on the line or they're playing a, a better opponent. We all know that. A lot of teams do that. But Cincinnati ain't no joke. I mean, Cincinnati isn't isn't the the two and fourteen Cincinnati. This team can win some games. I mean, they 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 dominated Tennessee, who has arguably one of the best offenses in the league, and their defense. Played well, but their defense was their biggest question. So if their biggest question mark is play, what is their defense? And their defense played exceptionally well against a Titans offense, who, in my opinion, is probably better than the Steelers offense. I think if you have, if that Bengals defense can keep can keep the the Steelers offense to twenty points or less, I think Burrow is going to win this game, even though he's in a even though he's going to get killed. He's going to get sacked at least seven times, knowing how bad the Bengals O-line is and knowing how good the Steelers D-line is. But I think he fights through it. I think he pulls out a W. I think it's going to be tied at 20. Last second, he they need a drive. Drive down the field. Field goal range. Kick it. Bullock. Good. I think the Bengals pull off the upset. Um, and my player of the game is going to be Joe Burrow. I, I think Joe Burrow needs to show character because we all know he's going to get hit. He's going to get sacked at least seven times. I said that before. Um, and he's going to have to fight through that and show that he can make plays. And I think he will. I think he throws for over 250 yards, two touchdowns, pro- probably. Um, two more games. Sunday Night Football, we have Baltimore on the road playing New England. Um... A lot of people are saying that New England could, uh, could upset this, but I'm taking Baltimore. I, th- I think Baltimore wins 28-20. And I think Lamar, I think this is a game that Lamar needs to prove the doubters wrong. Because Lamar has, hasn't been having the greatest year, and a lot of people are starting to slip him down on the rankings. Like, oh, Deshaun Watson, it might be better. Oh, Josh Allen, you might be better. Kyler Murray, you might be better. Like all, Like, a lot of analysts and a lot of people are sliding Lamar Jackson outside the top five arguments and just sliding him down list in general, which is completely an utter absurd. Like, I, like to even put Lamar Jackson out of the top five is absurd in its own way. But, like, to me, Lamar, right now, this, this night, tonight, Lamar is the fifth best quarterback in the NFL. And if he wants to change everyone's mind... Prove the doubters wrong. He needs to go out there in these next couple games and ball out. He needs to ball out. It's no question. Everyone is saying, "Oh, is he overrated? Oh, has he lost his um his you know his zip that he used to have? Oh, 
is he, is it, like, oh, have people figured him out? Like, Lamar just has to take all that and shove it in his hand and just squeeze it like that. He has to get rid of all that. Block out all the noise. You just have to ball out, prove everyone, and you know what? Prove me wrong, too. Prove everyone that has cr- criticized you. Prove everyone who has questioned your leadership, questioned your playmaking, questioned everything. Que- like, take everyone who did that and take it on the field and ball out and win these next couple games. You get, beat, beat New England. It all starts with New England. Go on the road, primetime. Beat New England. And I think they did that. I think in my and my player of the game is Lamar Jackson. I think people have been like disgustingly disrespecting how good he is. Oh, he had a bad game versus Pittsburgh. Well, Pittsburgh is arguably one of the best defenses in these past couple years. Oh, he struggled versus uh Indy. Indy Indianapolis is I think a top three defense. So, y'all want to bash him for struggling versus really good defenses with, not to mention, his receivers are not great at all. But where's this hate for Tom Brady, who has literally the best receiving core, or the most talented receiving core, if you include tight ends, of all time, talent-wise? Antonio Brown, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Rob Gronkowski. Where's the hate for Brady? I don't see a lot of it. So I think Lamar has to just prove all the doubt is wrong and get a dub versus New England today. Or tomorrow. Alright, Monday Night Football. Um, Minnesota versus Chicago. And this whole narrative, Kirk Cousins, oh, he can't play on Monday Night Football. He's 0-9. And I think that changes. I think he gets his first ever Monday Night Football win. And I think he's the player of the game. Because... The Monday Night Football narrative has been just mis- misused, and it's to me it doesn't really define how, how how good a quarterback you are. Like like a certain day of the week, in like your record on a certain day of the week doesn't define how good of a quarterback you are. It really doesn't. So to me, a lot of people are saying, "Oh, Dalvin Cook is going to be the player of the game for the for the the Vikings throughout the season." Well. The Bears have one of the best rushing defenses, so I think Cook is going to be held in check. But I think Kirk Cousins is going to be the reason why they win this game. I think they win 20-14. to 14. I think Kirk Cousins is going to be the reason why they win. I, I think it is. And to me, it would be big for Kirk to get his first Monday Night Victory. It, it really would. All right, guys, that's all for today. Thanks for tuning in to the Ting Sports Podcast, and I will be up- probably uploading this tomorrow. Um, so I make sure to listen to this. This is really good. Um, I just put all that. I, 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 I've been, see, I've been looking at these, you know, these predictions. I've I've been all day. I've been, I've been thinking about them and I think like, cool. Okay. Yes. I think a team's going to win, but I want to really go in depth and explain why that team's going to win. And I think I did that pretty good with these picks. So thanks for listening. And yeah.